I'm Dr. Laura Murillo, President of the Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. We're so happy to recognize our next Houston legend, Roberto Contreras. He is president and CEO of Moderno Porcelain Works and more. You're going to learn a lot about some of his big projects in the city and across the country. Roberto, thank you for being with us. No, thank you for, we've, uh, for inviting me. We've been involved with you for many, many years at the chamber and have seen you grow and just do so many great things. Uh, Moderno Porcelain Works is yes. your newest venture. And um, before we talk about that, though, tell us a little bit. Your journey has been extraordinary. How did you get started? What was one of your first big breaks? Oh, my God. Where, where do I start? <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, I came to this country in uh, 1984. I came because uh, my parents have moved into the, into the country uh, uh, about a year before. And, uh, and they kept on inviting and saying, hey, you, you guys have to come, you guys have to come. Uh, at the time I was 20 years old and uh, I was already married. I was already married with a little baby girl um, so um, my wife and I, Claudia, we decided to, hey, we could always, you know, go and try it and see and, um, and explore something new. And if we don't like it, we could always come back to Mexico. So we decided to move to uh, Houston. Um, uh, when I arrived, I, I, did not speak, I did not speak the language. I did not speak English. So I, I, I went to uh, University of Houston to take an uh, English crash course, English as a second language. And, uh, and after that, I applied, I applied to college. So I was coming from uh, the starting uh, my, my degree in um, engineering at, the, at uh, Tecnológico Monterrey in, in Mexico. And, um, and when I arrived here, I knew that I was not going to do engineering because I was really struggling with it. And really my mind was in business. Um, so uh, I applied to Texas A&M because I had a lot of friends that have moved from Tech of Monterey to A&M. And I, I, didn't, I didn't make it because my English was not good enough to make it into A&M. So I went to Blinn Junior College. Uh, and then later I transferred to U of H. And frankly, I, I was able to go to college because my wife went to work and I went to, I went to school. And even though I was working after, after school, um, uh, she, she was really supporting me. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was my first break. My first break was realizing when I finished college that I could start a business because I was being supported by my wife. I mean, we didn't have much, um, and, and it was not easy, but, but we were surviving. Yes. So I was, able to take, I was able to take the risk of starting my own business, which all, had always been my dream, always been my dream uh, to be able to create jobs and, and to be my own boss. What was your first business? My first business, um, I gotta go back to when I was when I was in college, I was working uh, in the warehouse in the afternoon. So I was working in the warehouse of this company that um, that was providing the metal fire fireplace boxes mm -hmm. um, to apartment complexes. 
so they they were a distributor for the manufacturer of the metal metal fireplaces, and uh, they they installed it mainly in apartment complexes. And there was a big boom in the in the early 80s on on uh, apartment construction because there was a, a, some tax advantages if you invested in this type of uh, uh, apartment creation or, or or you know housing creation. So. So this company had a lot of business, and one of the things that they did is they did some marbles or rounds okay. together with the fireplace. So in, in many cases in the summer, I was, I was in charge of actually you know, making sure that this got installed properly and, and it was happening. And I always asked them why they were not doing marble uh, in, the, in the vanity tops of these apartments, and they said that it was because of breakage, because they were importing the marble from Italy and from Mexico, and and when you bring a piece of marble with a hole, it breaks. So I had a great idea of, I'm gonna start a fabrication shop cutting marble and making it easier for companies like this one to be able to supply marble in, in commercial jobs. Yes. Um, to make a long story short, I start a, a, a fabrication shop cutting marble, and that was, my, that was my first business after college, thinking that you know, I already had a customer. Okay. And today, you're doing a whole lot of work in this space again, but in a very different way. Well, um, yes. Uh, I, the experience from that business led to another business um, I introduced uh, in, the, in the late 90s, um, early, um, early 2000s. I introduced a new product to the industry called Silestone. So I partnered with a manufacturer, and, um, and we created a company to introduce this new product, which is a quartz surface, which at the time didn't, didn't exist. Uh, there was not a lot of people, you know, actually, there was none really bringing it for countertops. Um, I sold that company 12 years later, after I started the company. It was you know, a very successful company. And, um, and I left the industry uh, in 2010. Um, and later, uh, I went back to a trade show seven years later, and I discovered this new product, which my idea was, uh, if I did it before, I could do it again, introduce a new product to the market, because it's not, even though the product is available, it's not, it's not really accepted yet, it's not everywhere, and the product has great advantages yes. over, over other products, and that is, that is a large format porcelain tile. And I've been to your warehouse, and it is beautiful, and in terms of the technology, and if you see something, you can take a picture of it, and you can, it, you're customizing all of it, so... And, and that, that, that is what it is, right? The, the, the reality is that the technology keeps advancing. Yes. And that gives you the ability to have new products and, and new ideas. And in this case, um, the concept of this product, um, it is being able to provide the customer with the look of a natural stone in this case, because and I say natural stone because right now marble is really in fashion. Yes. Uh, white Italian marble is uh, it, it is very desirable. So it's is to be able to provide the customer something that looks exactly like white Italian marble, 
he feels exactly like Quaritano marble because he's a stone, uh, but without the disadvantages that natural stone has, which are uh, natural stone is very rough on the environment because basically you, you know you are you are mining it out of the earth, um, and and he has some disadvantages, some weaknesses. I mean, uh, marble is not used commonly in kitchen countertops because um, it stains, it scratches. Um, it is hard to, to be able to have uh, m matching colors. Mm -hmm. so, so this product basically bridges all those gaps and, yes. and, and is able to overcome all those efficiencies thank, thanks to the technology. And it's a great alternative, it is. certainly. Well, I must ask you about the incredible, uh, the Allen that is coming up very soon that is going to be a, a true gem in this city. You have so many other projects, buildings uh, across uh, Texas and elsewhere, but let's start with the Allen. Well, the Allen, uh, the Allen is definitely the largest uh, development, real estate development project that, that our company um, has developed. Um, the, the Allen is a mixed-use development on Allen Parkway which uh, has some retail pavilion, it has a, a 34-story uh, tower, uh, which this first 16 floors is a hotel, Thompson Hotel, which is the boutique of the Hyatt, uh, and then uh, has a, a hundred residences, a hundred condominiums. Um, the, that, that is a phase one, and then we have phase two that, that will come later as an, an apartment and more retail. But uh, uh, basically, uh, the island is just um, an opportunity created by the big investment that was made on, on Buffalo Bayou. Yes. Because it's a, it's a great location now, but it's really, it's really uh, leaning on, on that big investment that the Kinder family and the city of Houston created with Bayou, uh, with Bayou Bend Park. And it's going to be extraordinary. We can't wait to host our gala there in 2024. And it'll be around the corner. And certainly going there, having been in San Antonio at the Thompson that you have there. And it's, it's extraordinary having come to this city, as you mentioned, to Houston, without the language, without any connections, if you will, that you are a true uh, American success story. Oh, so we're so proud of you, and you've always been very engaged with the Chamber of Commerce. Anytime that I have called, you have been there. So we appreciate, we value, and we thank you. Well, and I appreciate everything that the Chamber does uh, for the community and, and, and for business people. Thank you. So, Roberto, before we wrap up, I'd just like to ask you, what would you, what would you like your legend to be? Um, really, what I would like is 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 for my grandkids to do well. And, uh, and that to me, that would be the, the, the biggest thing that I could leave is, is really to have uh, grandkids that, that are doing good and that they continue um, that spirit, uh, that American spirit of uh, achievement and, and continue to, to try to get better you know, after the previous generation. Every generation better. Yes. Thank you, Roberto. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much for Thank the opportunity you. to be here. Thank you. Well, 
We'd like to say again, congratulations to Roberto Contreras and all of the many accomplishments that he and his family have made, not just in Houston, but throughout the country. We thank you for joining us. We'll see you very soon.